0: Met fans or... Oh,
1: okay.
0: All right, everybody, you know what to do. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, turn those notifications on. Another episode of Sports Hound starting right now.
1: Let's go! Oh shit. Oh.
0: All right, everybody, it's Monday night. We are the Sports Hounds, exclusively on A2DRadio.com. He's Brad Ryer. I'm Rob Brinkman. Frank Vespe's producing. As always, we are live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Periscope, and Instagram. Facebook hopefully will be back up next week. So you got a friend looking for us on Facebook, you're on YouTube, tell them get on over to YouTube. Don't forget to turn those notifications on. Hit that like and hit that subscribe. Don't miss a damn thing here on a 2 d Radio. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us. Download us wherever you get your podcast: Spreaker, your Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. Each and every Monday night, we are brought to you by ARIA Public Adjusting. Don't fight your homeowner's insurance alone. 813-564-3364. Tell them the sports hound sent you. They'll hook you up. No reason to fight alone when we got an ally like ARIA Public Adjusting. We're also brought to you by All Campus. Uh, down on the Ocean City Boardwalk between 10th and 11th Street, you can get 20% off in the store by becoming an a2d member become an a2d member follow the link you get gambling picks merchandise giveaways special shows shout outs all kinds of stuff a little bit of a lull in the uh sports gambling world we got baseball but hockey still got a little legs left nba is obviously over uh we actually got a lot to talk about with it being such a such a lull time in sports obviously we have a new nba champion uh, we'll get into that. The NBA offseason, draft Thursday. So NBA offseason is getting getting real quick. And we got free agency right behind that. Sixers, Jazz, the draft, the Knicks. We'll get into it all. Uh, and we'll do, we'll talk some MLB. Obviously, there's an NHL game tonight as well. We had some quite a few coaching hires over uh, the past couple of days. Flyers get torts in. Uh, Cassidy goes to the Knights, and I think that's it on the hockey hire. Devor went to Dallas. Okay, I missed that one. Okay. But uh, we start each and every question with our poll. Our poll brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, follow our link, uh, get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, just, there's the code Manscaped. It's time to throw your old hides you have and upgrade your life with Manscaped. Like I said, twenty percent off and free shipping with the A2D promo code on Manscape.com. Uh, Warriors, Brad, four ships, eight years. I don't think anyone can dispute that. Like this is a dynasty. I see some people disputing that it's a dynasty. It's crazy talk. I, I haven't rooted them in all their finals appearances, but uh, you know it is what it is. Four out of eight is uh, um, that's a
1: dynasty. Four championships in eight years.
0: Yeah. Uh, And, you know, they kind of stunk the last two years, a little time off, so they they band together, they get their guys
1: back. Injuries had a lot to do with that,
0: though. Ton to do with it. But, you know, they they come back, they respond, they win the West, and they take out Boston. I thought it was a a pretty good basketball team. So we'll start with the head of the snake, Steph Curry. Brad, is Steph Curry the greatest point guard in NBA history? I thought he was more of a shooting guard, but – I think he's a point guard. He's the trigger man. He's the straw that stirs a drink. He's the primary ball handler. Uh, I know they have some other guys that come in with like Jordan Poole and Gary Payton Jr. and whatnot. But what, do you
1: consider, what position do you consider Michael Jordan? Shooting guard or point he's a, guard? He's a two. You sure? Yes. Okay. Because he had the ball almost all the time. Right. Okay. He conducted the offense all the time. It, it's... Hard to say. It's it's hard to define that between both of them. They they could you could make the argument for both of them, but I mean he's definitely he's definitely in the conversation for one of the
0: top five. I think he's the greatest point guard to ever live. Uh, a transcendent figure. Like there's no doubt about it that the Warriors have seized this 2010 to current NBA basketball. And they made it their own, you know, Do you dying. think
1: Do you think he's better? Do you think he's better than Kobe Bryant? Because I don't think so.
0: <clears throat> no, but Kobe's Kobe's definitely a two guard. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe, and Mike. I mean, I know they got their assist numbers, and I know they had the ball in their hands a lot, especially in crunch time. But you know, Steph makes his teammates better, which I think is the benchmark of a great oh, listen, point guard.
1: If, if you were to argue those three, you're not gonna. You're not going to be. Uh, you're not going to lose with either either one of those three. Uh, I, I think I, I, I can. I kind of consider Kobe. Uh, I, I mean, I know Fisher was more of the point guard than Kobe was uh, on those great Laker teams, but uh, I mean, I, I look at it this way: who brought the who brought the ball up the court most of the time during crunch time? You know, all three of them. Um, so. You know, and who looked for their shot first, and then would defer to their teammates when they had to. All three of them.
0: But like, when you're looking at at raw point guard, what I consider a raw point guard, like you have Steph. He's at the top for me. He's the greatest ever. Uh, he transformed the game, like all this three and D stuff, and everybody living and dying by the three, and everyone screaming it, bitching. Well, if it. you're
1: asking who the who, who's, if you're asking about one of the greatest three point shooters of all time.
0: I mean, he's the best.
1: Yeah. He, him. And then probably Larry bird
0: is a close second, but I mean, the way he just is just the face of this generation of basketball. It, well, it there's, can't no be question, denied.
1: there's no question. If you're talking about the two thousands, okay, which probably would be fair, fair to go to, to, to go into the two thousands. Cause I mean, we can go back to uh, Bill Sharman and guys like that. It, you know, all the way back, back to that era and, and start comparing, which is hard to do, but if we want to just talk like 2000 going forward, okay. forget like Clyde Frazier and Jerry West and guys like that, uh, in this age, probably, probably he is at this point, you know, the best of this deck, the best of this century so far. No question about that. Uh, he's a great player. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I like to pick on him because, uh, I th- I thought that uh, LeBron was a- was a better all around player than him, but you know LeBron doesn't have the eye of the tiger like this guy. This guy really reminds me a lot of Kobe Bryant and Jordan because he he's got the eye of the
0: tiger. I mean, he really does. Uh, comments flying in. We're get everybody's comments, but when you look at pure point guards, what I consider pure point guards, it's Steph, it's Magic, it's Isaiah. And that's that's pretty much locked in stone for me at this point. How about Jason Kidd? He'd be in that next tier. I mean, Chris Paul regular season, I can't ignore his stats, even though he can't win a, a game of checkers. And Jason Kidd won. Wa- Jason Kidd won a championship though. He got one at the end with Dirk, right? And, and he was he could- on all those Nets teams that went every year, but couldn't beat Shaq and Kobe because because his because his mates he didn't have a, as good a surrounding cast it's like and then you have guys like Stockton and you have Gary Payton and I guess there, there's guys that maybe I'm missing from way back well but, if you want
1: to go like Frazier, uh Jerry West you know and, and, and even even further back Oscar Robertson uh Bill Sharman Bob Cousy, if you want if you want to go back that far there, there there's got all these guys like that. That, but it's the game's a lot different now. Now these guys never took a lot of three-point
0: shots. Yeah, but it's different because of Steph, I would argue, and that goes into his well time great because,
1: It's different because you have a three-point shoot. You have a three-point line where guys can take three-point shots, and we don't. The thing is, we don't know how good uh, the guys, the the older guys like Frazier, like West. You know, and like Sharman Kuzi and and and, uh, and and those kind of guys, Ro- Oscar Robertson. We don't know what, what they would have been like having to t- if they could take three-point shots. I, I would think they probably would be unbelievably great, but we
0: don't really know the answer to that. Don't you think like guys like LeBron and the guys like Steph, if they played in the 70s and 80s, they, they, no one would be able to cover them? That's how I feel.
1: I don't think I don't think that's true because I think I think that they played a lot more physical back then and they let a lot more stuff get uh you know go by. So if you're talking about the guys in the 60s, 70s and 80s playing by today's rules covering them that they would have a problem. But if he went into their era with that era's rules, he he'd be he'd be a uh, basket case. But don't you LeBron. think
0: Don't you Especially think if LeBron, LeBron- But, Brad, don't you think if LeBron knew going in that he wasn't going to get anything and he was allowed to be physical as much as people guys would be physical with him in that era, don't you think that would benefit LeBron?
1: Well, I don't know. There were some pretty nasty master-type players back. I mean, how would he have reacted if he had to play the 89 Pistons? You know, or some of those Nick teams from the 90s or the... uh or the Indiana Pacers teams from the nineties, or the uh, Bulls, or the late, or or, or even uh, even Kobe's Lakers. I, he 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 would have had a problem with those teams.
0: So like they all you don't had, think,
1: they all had guys that would they all they all had guys that would have knocked him all over the
0: court. So pick whatever Heat team you think was the best that won a championship, and put them against the eighty nine Pistons. You don't think the Heat team would win a seven game series? As I do. The Heat. Let's
1: see. Yeah, the Heat that, that's 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 when
0: LeBron LeBron was ridiculous on the Heat. He was out no, of this. No, no, I'm, thinking, I'm
1: thinking more. I'm thinking more along the lines of the Alonzo Morning team, who was pretty darn good. Who was pretty darn good, t- pretty darn good no, too. No, no, we're
0: talking LeBron and how. Okay, LeBron. Faces.
1: Okay, LeBron. All right. I, I mean, I think the old Heat teams with with uh, morning would have beat the, the team with the, the other team that the Heat had with with uh, LeBron. Because that team would have just tied him up defensively.
0: No. Like, Tim Hardaway is covering Dwayne Wade? I don't think so.
1: I think Tim Hardaway would, would knock Dwayne Wade into the third row. That's what I think
0: whoa, would have. Whoa, 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 whoa. Alonzo Dwayne Moore, Wade?
1: Do you, think, do you think Alonzo Alonzo Mourning would pick LeBron up and throw him into the third row? And LeBron would be sitting there crying and they'd be all laughing at him. If he could was, catch him. Huh?
0: If he could catch him. If he tried to drive into the lane, he'd be knocked down every time. Yeah, he might take some licks, but LeBron be, would also, LeBron would he missed, also finish he would at the booth. the
1: whole game. They, they'd be they'd be knocking him down like it's nobody's business. The only guy that the only guy that transcended all that stuff was Shaq because Shaq was the was the Tyrannosaurus Rex of that era. Nobody nobody could mess with Shaq. Shaq could go in and just be a bowling ball, and nobody could cover it. But like. If
0: Larry Bird
1: had to cover Kevin Durant, Larry Bird could not cover Kevin. Larry Bird really
0: couldn't cover anybody, quite honestly. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's like But that's Kevin why Durant I think that these freaks. Cuz these guys are a bunch of pussies today. I'll give you that, but they're also way faster and way more athletic than the guys were in the 70s and the 80s. Kevin Durant.
1: Kevin Durant couldn't shoot like Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Larry Bird like That Kevin wasn't a question. He never missed. I mean, and he shared the ball. I mean Larry Bird, Larry Bird was a much different kind of player. Larry Bird could could do could get a triple double every night if he wanted to.
0: But they're both they're both answer. they're both small forwards. Yeah. So Yeah, they, they would have to cover
1: each other. Yeah, they would. Neither one could cover each other. I don't either one could I don't think either one could stop either one, to be honest with you. So but, yeah. and he, then then you look at if you wanna look at some other physical teams, the uh Washington Bullets back in the day when they had um Elvin Hayes and uh who's the who's the other crazy ass that they had on that team?
0: I feel like guys I feel like Wes well,
1: Wes like Unsell and Elvin Hayes would have knocked those guys on their asses. Without a yeah. problem and the Celtics back then they they had this guy, ML Carr, who was the rudest, dirtiest player in the history of the NBA who who had no problem hurting people. I mean he was like a hockey player uh playing playing basketball that guy
0: and he put Steph in that era like let's get off LeBron for a second because Steph, LeBron is Steph is, Steph out. is
1: different because Steph Steph could, could could be like the Calvin Murphy of that era. He could just he could kind of just hide and get open and shoot if he had to. He doesn't really go down he doesn't drive the ball that much. He's just an incredible incredible shooter and he's a great passer
0: no but he was like you he said he's a great passer. he also pushes pace
1: yeah but he could listen he could play in any era more um curry there's so, no because I, I, because of his great because of his great shooting he could play in any era i'm not sure about some of the other guys in this era and back then remember the rules were totally different rob I, mean, you can I understand. Guys.
0: That's why these are fun. These are fun debate. Trying to compare, yeah. like I mean, in it, football, it, like if Dan Marino got to play with these rules today, or Elway got to play with these rules today in the NFL, they would throw for eight thousand oh, yeah. yards a season. It would be ridiculous.
1: So would Brett. So would Brett Favre too. Brett I mean,
0: Favre. Lovely... Take your pick. Yeah. I, take your. Pick. I mean, it
1: would, Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But it would. It would be. An, it would, would be an interesting battle. But you know what? I got to give Golden State a lot of credit. You know what they they proved one thing, all right? Durant needed Golden State more than Golden State needed uh, well, Durant. It wasn't obvious
0: before this.
1: Well, to me, to me, it was like I wonder if Golden State didn't have him those couple of years, if they could have, if they could have kept winning. But
0: obviously, they they could. only signed him because they couldn't beat LeBron. LeBron beat him in Game Seven at Oracle with that great block, and, right. and they went out and signed Durant. Yeah, and then that and was it. it. Was game over. They, were, they right. were just too good, and nothing in on God's green earth was going to stop that Warriors team from just coasting to an NBA championship.
1: Exactly. Although the Rockets yeah. gave them a good run for their money.
0: Yeah, but my boy Chris Paul came up. Yeah, no, nah, he zeroes. came up short. So did like, so did Harden, unfortunately. Uh, at least Harden was on the court. That's the only
1: thing. That's yeah, the only. Yeah, that's yeah, about it. Yeah, Big no, a, a he defense. Was. He was, but Horton couldn't beat them by
0: himself. I mean, he, he didn't have enough help. So like my top three point guards, like pretty set in stone are Curry, Magic, and then Isaiah Thomas. And then you got a whole tier of other guys like Chris Paul, Stockton, uh, Gary Payton, Jerry West that are, that are on the second tier of that. So that's where I stand. Let us know what you think in the comments, but I mean,
1: You know, it's hard to it's hard to compare guys from the 70s and 80s. It's a different era. They didn't shoot three pointers back then.
0: uh, uh, Brian Daly's in the house. Check him out. Hockey Island should be locked into the uh, Stanley Cup finals. Heading back to Tampa. Colorado looks really good. We'll see if Tampa can respond at home. What's up, guys? Hard to disagree with the poll. Not a Steph guy, but his stats and accolades speak for themselves. Bob Brinkman throwing some love at Oscar Robertson. Uh, I'll I'll dish that to you. That's before my time. Well, Oscar uh,
1: Robertson averaged a triple double every game for a, a triple double a game for his career. So that's that 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 I think is something that people forget. Oscar Robertson was also back in the day. He was an so I know you weren't around when he played, but he was an oversized point guard. He was big back then for a point guard. I think he was like six foot four, six foot five. Back then that
0: was very tall for a point guard. Yeah, so, now I mean he, Steph's six three. I think that gets lost in the shuffle of Steph, too. So he, yeah. he's a competent defender. He can cover on the on the perimeter. Oh Steph is Steph is
1: tremendous. I mean, look, right now, he's the best player in the game. There's there's no there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. He spearheads the one of the, one of the great franchises. I mean, four championships now, now we're talking you're now talking about a guy who who's on the same level as Kobe Bryant, uh, set, you know, very close to Michael Jordan. You know, he he's, he he is he is at that point now. He, he's he's on the same level, and I know Shaquille O'Neal is not a is not a point guard, but I mean, just in in overall greatness, four championships is yeah, a lot. I think the
0: look the benchmark he
1: changing. He didn't go changing teams you know, to try, to try to win championships. I mean, I heard LeBron wants to go play for the Warriors. Now LeBron wants uh, Kyrie Irving to sign with the Lakers. I mean, you know, LeBron can never just do it by himself. He's got to – he's always crying about something.
0: Uh, you do need a team. And The only thing I'll say to that – look, LeBron's played out. I was a big LeBron guy back when he was on the Heat and, and the Cavs because the Sixers were just so god-awful. I need to latch on to something to ha- have a rooting interest in the NBA. But LeBron – He's played out like I'm sick of him. I think everybody's sick of him. He's talking about moving teams and getting Kyrie back and then just
1: go ahead. Get Kyrie back. Is Kyrie going to play? I I, I keep hearing the Knicks might be involved in, in getting Kyrie and I'm sitting there like, oh, no, no, don't get him. He just he'll just set the team back 10 years. He, he gets it's a right. very,
0: it's a very Nick thing to do to sign Kyrie Irving.
1: I would not. I I don't I don't like that at all. I, I would just
0: leave him alone. He's too weird. Uh, Thomas Arnone he agrees to the poll. Uh, Bob Bringman Curry is the best pure shooter. And we got soccer, not football. Soccer content would be really uh, attractive fans into track fans into this channel. We have a soccer show, as we used to kicking it stateside uh and, and we got big news of world cup philadelphia going to be a host cup for the uh a host city for the world cup i think it's 2026 so you have that looking forward to if for you're a soccer guy we got everything here at a2d right yeah here, they right? have uh
1: they also have uh the meadowlands is going to be a ho- is going to be
0: uh yeah, chicago la new york
1: yep yeah, all the all guess- the all the big all the big cities in in this country are going to be hosting it and should be interesting Uh, As far as Kyrie goes, uh, I see Matthew Wall saying Kyrie is the most selfish player in the NBA. He's, he's just, he's a weird guy. As a Knicks fan, I don't want that guy uh, on our team. Don't, don't, don't start with him. And that would, that would be, that would just be, I, I I hope they're smart enough to not fall into that trap. He's not going to bring them an NBA championship. What
0: What about the Knicks over the past 25 years indicates intelligence?
1: Hey, yeah, that's. That's unfortunate, but the last couple of years they've been run better. Uh, it just it seems like the, the Leon Rose group seems to have a better grip on what's going on with the team. So hopefully they won't fall into that trap because he's not the answer. If you're going to try to get you know try to get Brunson from uh, Dallas, try to give him a poison pill contract that Dallas can't match. You know that they, they could do that. They're going to have they're going to have all kinds of cap space. Uh, not this pay off season, but the following cap uh, off season, you know, make the contract to the point where Dallas
0: just can't pay him over the years three and four. Uh and you got the dynasty. Well, I see chumps like Bill Simmons out there trying to say the Warriors aren't a dynasty because they beat his beloved Celtics. That's ridiculous. They've grabbed hold. They're like. I don't know because like. Bill don't,
1: worry. Bill, don't worry. They're not the dynasty the Celtics were. Okay, the Celtics were an all-time dynasty. They won what ten and eleven years. The the, the Warriors aren't going to do that. So just 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 relax. We're not we're not saying that the Warriors are better than those Celtics teams of the fifties and sixties. Okay. So well, you're, you're saying at they the- are a dynasty
0: though. You have to give them that. So you're looking at the dynasties like the Bulls are the best dynasty. They three peated. On two, two separate occasions. The only yeah, they, won the- six
1: and, they won six and eight years. And <coughs> had, Jordan, had Jordan played those two years that he took off to play baseball, they probably would have won those two years too. So I, I mean, so that's I the like,
0: benchmark for Dynasty. Then I'm going to put the Lakers, the first wave of Lakers Dynasty, ahead of the Warriors as well with Shaq and Kobe. And then I got the Warriors. You know? Magic. What, about
1: the, what about the first wave with Kareem and Magic? That was
0: that I'm was taking pretty, the Warriors
1: over Kareem and Magic.
0: Yes, that was a pretty good team too. It was and, a I pretty mean, good team. They they had Worthy and, and they had all kinds of guys. And the and the
1: wave and the wave in the seventies when they had uh, Wilt Elgin Baylor
0: and Jerry West on the team. And that was that was a. Well, I've already made my opinion clear that I think I think guys today would feast in the you know earlier bully. Yeah, I don't, I don't know
1: which what rules are we talking about. With only it bullion? matters.
0: I think the guys today would just be too big, fast, strong, and athletic for the guys in the eighties. There's a couple exceptions. A couple guys were ahead of their time in that area. Era, no question about it, but.
1: Who's you gonna know, man who's gonna I just want to ask you one question who's who's gonna cover Wilt?
0: I mean nobody <laughs> Wilt's gotta cover Wilt's gotta cover small on the other end too. So Wilt's gotta Wilt was a great defensive player. A great defensive player. Yeah, but he uh, protecting the
1: rim. Yeah. Do, do you know why? Do you know how goaltending was invented?
0: Because of him. They changed a lot of rules because of Wilt.
1: Yeah, they had to change the rules because he was blocking
0: it. Nobody could shoot over him, and and physically, That's fine. Physically, but these teams are going to be able to get Will away from the basket, get uh, him out of his comfort zone, especially a good coach like Steve Kerr.
1: They try. I'll tell you what. A lot of people tried in his era. They couldn't do it.
0: They in that era. Now we're, we're mixing errors and we're projecting. I think the guys today runners. would would have a field day.
1: There were, there were two centers who could give him who gave Wilt trouble: Willis Reed and Bill Russell. They were the only ones that could they were the only ones that could give him they could give him a run for his money. But other, other than that, other than that, nobody could do anything with him. He was impossible to cover. You put him and Jerry West and Elgin Baylor, who was one of the greatest small forwards of all time. On that same team, that Laker team was sixty nine and thirteen in nineteen seventy and seventy one. That was a, I mean, that team was a historically great team. You take a look at the Wilt team with the Sixers. The Wilt team with the Sixers when they had, uh, when they had Wilt and Billy Cunningham and Chet Walker and Hal Greer. I mean, they had a whole team of uh, Hall of Famers. That that team went sixty eight and thirteen. That team was. I mean, that's what the Warriors have. And and they swept. They swept the Celtics. I mean, and, and and when the Celtics were in their heyday.
0: Look, and I don't even think the the single what was it? Two years? One year? They had Durant, the Warriors. I don't think even Mike and the Bulls would beat that Jordan team. Maybe they would, but no one else would. The uh, Warriors with Durant. They were
1: dead. That team was that team was great. That's I, probably I, the
0: greatest team of all time.
1: I uh, the, the Bulls team when they had Rodman on the team. That team, yeah, it was that, the
0: second wave.
1: Yeah, that was the yeah when they had Rob Pippen, Robin, and and uh, Jordan.
0: That that was just that was a crazy good team. That would be good because Durant is a little soft, and Rodman could maybe uh, get under his skin. But then you got Draymond on the other side, who's like the Rodman of this era. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a very good point. I mean, and what did what did the nine? I think it was like the the ninety six Bulls or ninety eight Bulls went seventy one and whatever. They were
1: seventy two and ten.
0: uh. no, no so that's was, the best. Yeah, that's the best of the Bulls. 70. The Durant team's the best of the Warriors. That that be that be a hell of a series. Hell of a series. That would be because you know what they're they're also in the
1: same time period, so. It'd be easier to compare. It's hard to compare guys back then to, you know, early guys to to, to, to teams now. It, it's just hard because the rules are so different, you know, and the players weren't as big and weren't as strong for the most part. You know, but obviously there were exceptions. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, if you put him in this era, nobody would be able to stop him.
0: Cause nobody could stop the skyhook then. Nobody could stop the skyhook now. Uh, Greg Bollochovit, what's up, fellas? He disagrees with the poll on all time. Uh, he's the best of the 2000s so so far. More likely, I mean, I guess Greg likes Magic or Isaiah or I mean, that's really the only guys I can put up against Steph at this point are those two. And if you like one of those two guys over them, I'm not gonna I think they're all on the same tier. And Isaiah, I don't think he ever he he never gets the credit he rightfully deserves because you know nobody liked him. You got know, snubbed. That's the that, that's true. Isaiah is very underrated. And he was pretty good. He got snubbed off the dream team because nobody liked them. Uh, nobody liked how those Pistons teams played ba- played basketball. They were they were tough, rigid, dirty bullies. Yes, they were. They, they they're lucky. They, I might they, not even be a Sixers fan if I was alive to watch them. They, uh, <laughs> I might be a Pistons fan. They, but they were.
1: I'll tell you what. Everybody, everybody, everybody they, that that team either you hated them or you
0: loved them. I I, I love watching that team. Did you see the thirty for thirty on them? No. Oh, it's 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 one of the better ones in my opinion. But like, yeah, you, you got Vinny Microwave Johnson. You had Joe Dumars. You had Isaiah.
1: Bill Lambier.
0: You bring Lambier in from Cleveland. Him. Rick Mahorn was just a bad, bad dude. And you had Rodman and Sally off the bench. Right. And they were I might,
1: and they were also pretty, and they were all Sally wasn't quite as nasty as Rodman. Rodman was really nasty when he first came in the league. I mean, you know, and having Rick Mahorn on the team, that you talk about a bad one one bad influence influencing another bad influence. Holy smokes.
0: Yeah, and when they would open up the, the newspapers the next day about how dirty they were and they were the bad boys, it just fueled their fire. They just got yeah, they meaner were. and nastier. Uh, they,
1: they they didn't care. They were just like, you know, so? Yeah, beat us. <laughs> Go to the foul line and beat us if, if, if you can.
0: Right, and they were instantly under everybody's skin. Sometimes right. the game, when the Pistons came to town, sometimes the game was over before it even started because everyone was just all psyched out that they wanted to beat the Pistons so bad that it worked against them.
1: Yeah, and they would try to drive down the lane. They'd be on their back. They they would have no problem committing a couple of nasty fouls. They'd be on their back, and then they'd be, they'd stop trying to drive the whole game and have to shoot outside. And, you know, nobody really could just do that all the time. You've got to get some inside sh- inside scoring t- to beat a team like that. and they, they were very <laughs> nobody could beat that team.
0: And then you look at staff like as an all time great. I don't think I can put him. In my top five it's close though he might be six or seven but i don't think he's in my I top, he's in five. top
1: i think he's in the top 10 now top 10 for sure
0: yeah i think he i think he is a place
1: in the top 10
0: but like Most mike's definitely. better mike lebron kobe will he might be in the top five he's already said he's, he's I already said he's the best point guard so i can't put isaiah or magic over him I think Curry's better than Bird. I mean, if you want to put Kareem up there ahead of him, maybe Shaq. Shaq was so dominant. Shaq Shaq would average like 38 and 17, like for three I straight know. years. I know. And then, like, Elijah Wan was pretty dominant too. He's another one. I, I mean we've had this debate before. I'm taking Shaq over Akeem, but especially like close. Especially yeah. with Listen, Hakeem Shaq would run the floor, though, in Orlando when he first H- came Hakeem, in. Hakeem really couldn't stop Shaq.
1: If, Shaq. if Shaq got under the basket with the ball, Shaq, Hakeem couldn't stop
0: him either. So, I mean, it's just it's just a special, really, decade of basketball that the Warriors have have uh, given us here. Yeah, and it, it was built out. from within. And, and let me ask, let me ask you this, bro: How many games did the Warriors lose on purpose to assemble all this talent?
1: I don't think they lost any uh, games on purpose. Zero, they lost because they zero got zero
0: tanking required. They got,
1: they got, they got injured. They lost, they lost Steph, and they lost, uh, they lost
0: Clay. And, and Steph and then, was the seventh pick in the draft. Draymond is a second round pick. I think Clay was late first round. I don't think he was even a lottery pick. I would have yeah, to look that up. He was in the twenties, wasn't he? Uh, I think he went to Utah, not really a basketball powerhouse. I can't imagine he was a lottery pick, and you fill in with, like, you bring in Durant, okay, but like if Durant wants to come, what are you gonna tell him? No, you stand on your moral high ground and say no, you're not gonna come. No, you're gonna take Durant. You're gonna run run through the league like they did. And you, you, like Igadala and you fill in with Jordan Pool, and you develop Gary Payton Jr. and and. Wiggins comes in James Wiseman Hasn't even played
1: yeah I was gonna say Wiseman who was the first pick in the draft A couple of years ago has he even played
0: Not really He's in the G League rehabbing I think they Just said they were good Like they didn't they didn't bring him in And that's not how you build I mean we say I say it all all the time here Like you don't win with a dominant Center in today's NBA You just don't the proof's in the now.
1: Right now it's a uh, Right now it's a guards league for sure
0: you need big men that, that rebound and, and do the grunt work, and, and the, the you don't point need guard, Shaq.
1: The point guards and the point guards and the shooting guards are are, are the key players. And, the and you need five players. six
0: guards that can go.
1: Yep. You, no, you're right contend. about that. That that's that that really is the biggest difference now. I mean, that's why NCAA. I just laugh
0: at like when guys like we're clamoring here for like Quirk Korkmaz to get more minutes. We're, we're clamoring here for. You know, guys like Danny Green and Thybul to step up. Like those guys wouldn't even play on the Warriors. No, or the Celtics, for that matter. And That's it did make honest. me happy that you know Boston the Celtics. Lost.
1: The Celtics did give him a pretty good fight, but in the in the end, I just
0: Golden State yeah. is
1: just a great team. Well, I mean, the finals
0: did... on the whole was a zero out of ten. I was not interested. Uh, blowout. There was...
1: State won when Golden State won Game Four. It was clearly going to be over at that point,
0: right? Because Boston, then they were out.
1: Boston had a chance to step on their throats, and they didn't do it. Right, because Boston
0: stole Game One.
1: Right, and they had but a two games to one lead in the Boston Garden, and they, they they couldn't and they couldn't win that fourth game. I mean, that
0: was a key loss. And then they win it on the road as well, further advancing the the, the greatness meter on the run that they have. So, I mean, everybody's chasing the warriors. Like I said, we're getting into the off season uh, pretty quick here. Uh, the draft is Thursday and then free agency follows, you know, right after that. It's an okay free agent class. It's not a very strong draft.
1: No, next uh, year, next year is supposed to be a better draft. and next year is supposed to have more, uh, more quality free agents if they don't get uh re-signed. But, or extended. you know,
0: the clock, like the pressure gauge just went up on Daryl Moore and, and the Philadelphia 76ers here because Brooklyn is coming apart at the seams, right? And I think we can all agree that if Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving play in all the games and are on the same page, that they, they're going to they win more basketball games next year than the Sixers. I don't even think that can be argued. Homers are going to hop in the chat and, and crush me, but now. Kyrie isn't happy with how negotiations are. The Nets aren't happy with how negotiations are. So they're stuck with Ben, who's not really interested in playing basketball for the Nets, the Sixers, or anybody. If you lose Kyrie as well to the Knicks or the Lakers, I think, I think they. Whoever, I don't think
1: they really want to bring him back, Rob. I, first of all, Kyrie is a pain in the ass. Let's 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 be honest. Okay, I mean, is he is he worth all the trouble?
0: Well, it depends on how much say. We're about to see how much say Kevin Durant has in the team's offseason acquisitions because uh, well, Kevin Durant
1: – But can't they get somebody else? Who are you going to get? I don't know. I, listen, I, that's that's something that you'd have to ask Coach Durant about that.
0: Well, I'm just saying because Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are as thick as thieves. They're buddies. Right. Right. They, you know, iced, it, they iced Harden out, but, and it looks like they were right about that because Harden looks washed. That's a whole not, that's a – that'll be our next topic, James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers, and what the hell they're going to do. But if you're Daryl Morey looking at the Nets potentially coming apart at the seam, like, that's an opportunity where you can have a solid offseason have, and be better than Boston, the Nets.
1: But you still have Boston and Milwaukee you have to deal with.
0: And the Heat. The heat I don't think the Heat are and going heat. anywhere.
1: Yeah, I, they they still have all these uh, the the Atlanta Hawks. I still think they're a good team, and they're gonna get they're gonna they're gonna figure it out.
0: But I mean, you get it. So Brooklyn is, and I don't know what the Lakers are gonna do. They have the Devin Ham, the Milwaukee assistant, comes in. You're stuck with Westbrook. I assume they're stuck with Westbrook. You have LeBron and Anthony Davis, who's never healthy. LeBron in, in the twilight of his career. So, I mean, those those are big market, high profile players that are really in flux right now. So they're they're gonna set the market in terms of free agents. And then the other big markets like the Knicks and whoever else is looking make, looking to make a splash. I think I read the Spurs are looking to make a splash, Detroit is looking to make a splash. The best free agent, in my opinion, is is DeAndre Ayton, the center for the sons who they don't really seem to be interested in bringing him back for whatever reason. Maybe they've been listening to me on the sports towns and A2D radio and say, seeing that centers don't equal championships. like they once did in this league, they just don't. So I think that that's the splash you make. If you're Detroit or San Antonio, Jack poodle down there, who I think is a pretty good big man. Uh, he looks to be on his way out. They're looking to trade him, it looks like so you know what happened it should be a very eventful NBA draft now, well,
1: well here's the team that here's a team that I'm just wondering what is going on with is is New Orleans
0: what is going on in New Orleans right now? Well, they gotta be looking to dumb Zion right? Do you think
1: I mean is Zion gonna end up is Zion gonna end up in New York with uh, you know, with, with uh, what's his name with uh, uh, the guy on Dallas? Uh, Brunson. Brunson. Yeah. So those are the two. Those are the two guys that they seem to mention a lot in New York.
0: But I mean, like the Knicks are going to give Jalen Brunson a poison pill contract.
1: Really? Why not? He's a good young boy. Card. They need
0: that. They they need they need a guy like that. on their team. Good being the key word there. Look what the Sixers did. The Sixers gave Tobias Harris a good player, 180 million dollar max. Now you're stuck with them, and you're this close to back to purgatory. But a guard, but but he's a point guard.
1: It's different. They need the Knicks have not really had a good young point guard since probably what since Charlie Ward and uh, since Charlie Ward in the nineties. Fran Nielakino. He's Nilakina no, never never panned he out. No, yeah, he's I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. I mean Charlie Ward really was, has been the best point guard they've had in the last 20,
0: 25 years, really. So then that brings us to the Sixers. Reports coming. Harden is the elephant in the room. What are you going to do with Harden? Sounds like he's going to get a, you know, less than like a, a lesser term deal. For less than the max, but he can take. But he can he can he
1: can pop in for the for the forty seven million this year, right? Correct. Okay. And then I don't can, even
0: know why you're. If I'm Daryl Morey. I'm saying take opt in for your forty seven million. Let's see how it goes, and then we'll we'll talk about it next offseason if we still want to keep you.
1: Yeah, that's what I would do if I were the Sixers. I mean, I wouldn't be extending him. But, you know, listen, we got, he was not. He was not. He was very disappointed in disappointing in Brooklyn. Kept getting hurt, you know, and and for whatever reason, he he did not get along with Durant and uh, and Kyrie.
0: He doesn't really get along with anybody. Well, ever.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right about that.
0: I mean, I don't know how
1: well he gets along. He was getting along in the uh, in the Sixers clubhouse. That I don't know, or the, their locker room. I don't know how they they got all
0: got along. I mean. Look, I mean, like it's kind of it got hidden. There was an immense honeymoon phase with James Harden coming to Philadelphia because Ben was out, right? Like you just had to get Ben out.
1: Yeah, anything to get rid of Ben was was acceptable. And then you you killed your depth, which. Yeah, but you know what? Over in the off, it's the off season now. They can they can uh, they can fix that now.
0: But I don't think you get to – I think you still get eliminated in the second round with Drummond and, and Seth Curry on the team instead of Harden and Ben just sitting out. Probably. So you got that. And then I said it last week whenever we were talking about it. I'm against Bradley Beal. I'm against Damian Lillard. I don't think another max perimeter player puts this team at the expense of Tobias Harris, because of the money, put you any closer to an Eastern Conference final or a championship. I just Bradley don't Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal might. Bradley Beal might, because Bradley Beal he would fit in, he would fit in better. Okay, but then you do that. You're completely you're completely capped out. You'll have no no reinforcement for Joe. Which will bring me to the twenty third pick in the draft, which the Sixers do own. They got to get a player at twenty three. They got to get a rotational bench piece to replace Danny Green or a big guy to be reinforcement for Joel Embiid. So I think you're priced out of got big guys like uh, Aiton. Obviously, that, that's not going to work. That's not going to fit. But guys like Montrezl Harrell, like, can you afford him? I'll you afford him if you're the Sixers. No, I don't think so. So, like, not if you as bring in- currently,
1: not as they're currently. Uh, I, the thing is with them, if if you want to get rid of, uh, if you if you if you want to get rid of Tobias, you're gonna have to probably attach another player with them that's really worthwhile to get to get another team to 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 eagle that money. And, and, like, and in the NBA, you've got to also match uh you gotta match the money. Match, match the money too, which which kind of which even makes it more difficult. So I don't Is is he even is, is he even a
0: uh tradable player at this point? Who, Tobias? Yeah. Maybe it, it depends on how motivated are the wizards are to mixing things up. But if you cultivate a Tobias Harris for Bradley Beal swap. However you have to do it. Three teams, four teams, attached the whatever. Like Harden, Beal, Maxie, and Embiid. I can't start Maxi. Maxie would have to come off the bench. Doesn't mean he won't get his minutes, because he will. Because he's a promising young player and I'm, in no way am I trading Tyrese Maxie this offseason. But like the I don't think those guys, a, I don't think that doesn't strike me as a team be, that can beat Milwaukee or Boston in a seven-game series in the playoffs. I don't think those guys. Yeah,
1: I don't think I don't think that he makes. If you're going to be trading a lot of these guys, are, are they going to be able to beat to beat the Bucks or to beat the Celtics in a in a seven-game series? That's the question. And
0: like I had the list up last week. Like, give me Kyle Anderson, give me Gary Harris, give me a guy like that. And then the 23rd pick in the draft, you know, I don't know how this draft is going to shake out. It's a very unpredictable draft. I think Jabari Smith out of Auburn and Paolo Boncharo, the Italian freshman out of Duke, are by far the two best players in the draft. Jabari Smith's a freak. He should go one to the Magic. But
1: what about about the Sixers drafting a backup center?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if you watch any Auburn last year, Guy who might be available at 23 is their seven footer, Walker Kessler. See, that would be a good fit for them. I think that would be an. Idea. Is he going to be there? A 7 1 guy? 7 so 1, been, 250 feet and passing skills? A very skilled big man. Very skilled big man. Is he going to be there at 23? I don't know. There's another center I like out of Memphis, Jalen Durant. I don't think there's a prayer that he's there. But like, you know, you look at some of these forwards, like, I need offense. I need shooting. I don't need a defensive stopper, which uh, Elton Brand, who still has his, his voice is seat at the table. He loves drafting defense. That's all fine and good, but you got to score points in today's NBA. So, like, if you give me Kyle Anderson and Walker Kessler with the 23rd pick in the draft – I would feel better about that because it's more of a team. It's more of a complete team. The pieces fit together better than I would exchanging Tobias Harris for Bradley Beal. We're getting Zach Levine in here.
1: Why would the bulls? Why would the bulls let him go? He's
0: a free agent. I think. Well, I had to,
1: is he unrestricted
0: or is he, uh, or is he restricted? Let me see. Let me get the list up here. Like Kyle Anderson would help this team immensely. Do it all forward from Memphis. Are you priced out of him? I, I don't know. Uh, like Mo Bamba, he's a restricted free agent. Can you get your hands on him? I don't know. Uh, Beal's unrestricted. Like Chris Boucher, 29 years old out of the Raptors, unrestricted free agent. That would be a good sign. That would get me more excited that this team can be deeper and better equipped to beat the Celtics or the Bucs in a seven-game series. You know, miles bridges down there and Charlie he's a restricted free agent well what do you, what do you, what do you think
1: who do you think this what position do you think the sixers need to uh, to patch up the most right now you
0: need your bench forwards You need your bench forwards and you what, need, about, what
1: about a guy like Dennis Schroeder on on the uh, Rockets?
0: I mean, okay, because he's a point guard too. You never have enough ball handlers. That's what I mean. I mean, he can score a little. It'll get you. He'll get you between ten and fifteen points
1: and be very serviceable. You know, I mean, that's a. I think that he's a quality player. He doesn't make that much money either. What What was he making last year? Look, the the.
0: the I, I mean, mean he, has, he only made.
1: Rob, he only made five million eight hundred ninety thousand dollars last year. You could definitely fit him in. I mean that—that's the kind of guy that you might that you might be looking at to try to try to improve the team. Well, you don't have to get keep getting trophy players all the time.
0: Well, that's what Morey wants to do because he's an idiot. And I, I <laughs> but I you don't stand, have to. I, I can't but stand. But you don't have to do that. That's 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 my point. But that's what he. That's what that's what Morey wants. Morey wants to build a team that looks sexy on the Xbox that falls short in the second round every year. He seems like Daryl Morey would rather do that than win a championship.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at like some of the top the top free agents. They're, they're not going to be able to afford it. They're not going to be able to afford any of
0: these guys. Look, I look at the Sixers and they can't they couldn't defend the perimeter worth a lick. That's because Ben Simmons quit and went home. All right? He's one of the best defenders in the league in guard one through five. No one can take that away from him when he's engaged. Right. So, uh, so your defense takes it. Like Danny Green was too old to defend. Matisse Thybulle can defend, but he can't doesn't give you a lick of anything on the offensive end of the floor. So you gotta be able to defend the perimeter. You need to improve your depth, and you need to get a backup big man to you need insurance for Joe. Because DeAndre Jordan was a miserable disaster for this team. Yeah. He was and like, you can't he's, play. He's, old. he's too old. You can't play Paul Reed and Charles Bassey in in a game six or a game seven in a playoff series against a good team like Milwaukee, Boston, Miami. Take your pick. You can't do it. So you need to get stronger with your depth. You need to defend the perimeter way better. You know how many times last year I watched the Sixers just let an opposing guard get to 15, 18 foot and just get peppered? by the mid-range game all the time, all the time. Like, well, I'm, you know, I'm looking at
1: like the restricted free agents, okay? Some some of the restricted ones. What about a guy like Anthony Simmons on uh, Portland?
0: He seems to be a pretty good player. He is a good player. I'd be all for that. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, that would get was, me
0: more excited than a Bradley Beal for Tobias Harris swap he didn't he didn't make
1: again here's another guy who you know he, he's not going to get a ton of money i don't think, i don't i
0: don't think he's a 20 30 million dollar player no and you look at the i mean and you look at the draft you're picking 23rd not horrendous you got Maxi at 21 so you're capable of getting a player at that portion of the draft so like right. Walker Walker Kessler uh, Jalen Duran uh, those would be dream scenarios for me because then you get a young Buck behind Joe and you don't have to worry about it and you can fill in Paul Reed and Bassey you know as needed and then you know you got to get forwards and guards you got to get perimeter guys here that, that can defend and play offense. Look at the Celtics, who you're chasing in the East. Tatum, Brown, you know, Marcus Smart, Derek White. Like they're five, six deep on the perimeter, and they can all score the basketball and they can all defend. You can't have a one-dimensional guy like Thibel playing, potentially starting. You, you just can't. No, but that,
1: but but I named a couple of guys that you you might be able to get. Um, you, you, know, you know, I'm looking, I'm taking a look at Andre Drummond. You might be able to get him back.
0: Who knows? Maybe he's a free agent. He's a like, free agent. But like, if the Nets lose Kyrie somehow, which I I think they'd be smart enough to do a sign and trade somehow with that, so you get something back. But you know, the Nets are really vulnerable. They're they're in a tough spot with this knucklehead Kyrie. So. Yeah,
1: they could. Yeah, e- e- either way, it's probably a losing proposition for them. So I don't know how you could replace it. I mean, the only way the Nets could could replace a guy like him is if they were able to somehow get Zach Levine to come over, which is gonna which is a big uh, which is a big ask. So I don't know if you would want to play there. I'm
0: um, bringing up a mock draft right now. I hate NFL mock drafts because there's just so many guys, and I don't watch college football like that. Uh, But NBA mocks and the NBA draft I'm, I'm engaged in because I'm such a big college basketball fan. But and there's, also less,
1: there's also less players.
0: So it's easier to keep track of. I'm right. Trying to, right. Yeah, we'll go with this one. This one's from Fantasy Pros. Not bad. But, like, the top of the draft is pretty set. The top two guys should be Bonchero and uh, Jabari Smith out of out of Auburn. Jabari Smith is – I'm not going to say any of these guys. Like, Kate Cunningham last year was – you couldn't miss him. You had to be blind to miss him as a, as a max player in this league. I don't think there's any guys that are no doubt about it. Max players in this draft. Uh, You look down like Jaden Ivy, like at four, like that's potential suicide. I watched him fold up hard against St. Peter's in the sweet 16. He did. He was a no call, no show. Uh, No thanks. Uh, Promising player. Uh, This Keegan Murray out of Iowa. He's a good player. You got a bunch of Kentucky guys in it. You got a bunch of Duke guys in it. Tell you what, whoever gets this Benedict Matherin guy out of uh, Arizona, that that's that they're going to get projected eighth in New Orleans. That, that'd that be a really good pick. If your Knicks you get it get their hands on him, and I think, whatever, the 11th eleventh pick. I don't know what
1: they're going to be. I, I, from what I keep hearing, they want to move up. They're looking to move up to number eight. I don't know who's at number eight that – Excites them so much, but they want to get to number eight. That's what Do they have doing. two picks. The Knicks, not till next year,
0: so they'll have to use their capital for next year to maybe move up. Mm-hmm. I wonder who they're targeting. I don't know, could be I'm Jaden. Sure. I... Yeah, they, they,
1: they, they've they been very close mouthed about that. You know, when asked, no, when I don't, they ask, I don't really, really know anything
0: about these G League guys. Uh, Shaden Sharp has all the tools. He he'll be a top ten pick. But like are they are like am I mortgaging draft capital to go up and get Jaden Ivey to pair with RJ Barrett on the perimeter? I'm not doing that. I don't think Jaden I I don't think I don't think he's good enough to well, warrant well, I
1: already told I already told you I know who I know their top their top priority is Jalen Brunson. That that's been that's established in, in New York. They, they've they've mentioned him a thousand times. They all want him. They all want. They all want to get him. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to do.
0: And then this guy Chet Holmgren, who has a lot of skills, center out of Gonzaga. You know, this guy's a twig. You know, he's seven foot two or whatever. He's one hundred and ninety pounds. Like he's he's skinny. He's got to hit the weights because I don't think he's going to be able to te- defend anybody.
1: You know, there was the a NBA. Guy- you know, there was a guy like that, who, you know, when he first came in the league, was skinny like that. He, 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 Dikembe Mutombo, and and you you well, all like know this what, guy's this guy's yeah. not a
0: rim protector, Brad. He's like a, a posi- positionless basketball player, like a like a Durant or a Giannis. But I don't think he has the mentality of those two guys. He doesn't have the body of those two guys either. He's uh, very skilled, yeah. but I'd be really nervous. A hitch in my franchise to a guy like Chet Holmgren. I just don't see who he's going to be able to defend. I think he's potentially get bullied.
1: I mean, I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're, what they're looking at right now. It's
0: they're going to have. A, they have a lot of decisions they have to make. But like Johnny Davis going in the top ten shooting guard out of Wisconsin, like really nice player. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Really nice player, but. Is he going to be able to shoot at the perimeter at the rate you have to shoot at the perimeter at uh, to be serviceable on the perimeter in the NBA? I don't know. This this draft has uh, small well, forward. Of, are, if you're looking at the Knicks, they already have a guy in that position who can do that. That's Barrett. Yeah, they have a small forward out of Duke getting picked by the Knicks on Fantasy Pros, A.J. Griffin. Who yeah. he, he can shoot he can shoot and stretch the floor from the three position. They've already
1: got a guy that can do that though.
0: Well, if they don't move up, like this quickly, is quickly, what... I mean
1: quickly quickly
0: can do that for them. So I, they But quickly, he's a defensive guy. He's better than Matisse at offense. Don't get me wrong, he's a better player than Matisse, but to me that's your sixth man. Yeah, but he but but they
1: they I know they they had him playing point guard at the end of the season, he did a nice job in
0: a very small sample size. Like Tari Eason, I see getting linked to the Sixers, small forward out of LSU. Like, that's just a meh. That'd be a meh. That'd be a meh pick, if you ask me. Um, EJ Liddell out of Ohio State, like, he's a tweener. He's like six seven and needs to play power forward. No thanks. Uh Ty Taiwan, another Kentucky guy, Ty Ty Washington. So they, that brings down 22. They have Walker Kessler going 22 to Memphis. Like, I think that's the steal of the first round as I'm going through this mock. That's a perfect fit for the Sixers, Walker Kessler. You're skilled seven-foot big man. He can pass. He's got good feet. He can protect the rim. He's, he's 7'1", 250, so he's not a twig, and I, I think that that should be a, a high priority. But like, I mean, Kenny Chandler, Trevor Keels, I like out of Duke. He's a small forward. He's he's just a real. Yeah, I just, I just
1: think if 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 I'm if I'm Philly, I, I want to get some guys who can just score, who can come off the bench and shoot. I, I think that's where that that's what they need. That's what they need to address. Is to solidify to solidify the six, the, the six, the seven, and the eight guy. They can come off the bench and give you offense. Uh, they need that. And the Sixers
0: doesn't look like they have no second round pick. There's only 58 picks in this draft because a couple teams had to forfeit their second round picks. I'm not sure what that's all about, but I think it was the Heat and the Bucks had to forfeit their second round picks. Maybe. Prior trades or something like that. I have no idea. Wonder what they did. But uh, Kendall Brown, I'm surprised he went in the draft. He's he's a small forward out of Baylor. He can really defend. But like that's just like drafting another Matisse Thibault. I asked mean, a little bit of a reach at number twenty three. He should have went back to Baylor that kid. But you know the money they throw around in the NBA. I mean, I guess you can't. Rob, there's so many good
1: shooting two guards. Either as as free agents, they 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 can probably find a veterans minimum guy that can they can shoot the basketball, and you can use as a uh, you know you, you can bring them off the bench.
0: Uh, Wendell Moore can shoot. He's out of Duke. He's a small forward. That's not a bad.
1: Yeah, I think that would be a bad pick. I think that, I think they should be trying to find a shooter.
0: Little instant offense. So, like, I just worry about Embiid. Embiid's never healthy when we need him the most. Ever. So I need a guy that I can, A, play when Joe inevitably gets hurt, and, B, play when I need to give Joe a back-to-back off or Joe's sore or you load-manage Joe. So, like, I mean, that's a big deal. That's it's a big void. That well, they've got to find
1: a way to be able to make sure he's playing and he's healthy in the playoffs. I mean, I I don't know how you do that, but it, it just seems like it seems like Toronto. Do. This was, is
0: what centers. This is what centers do. They break down and they get hurt. It seems why to you me don't like, build your team around them.
1: It seems to me though that the uh, Toronto Raptors were going out of their way to hurt him.
0: Uh, where is Williams from Duke going in the draft? Uh, Mark Williams, he's like a mid. He's like a mid first round guy. Dude, it's tough to tell with this draft. It's it's really tough to handicap this draft because you got two guys at the top, Banchero and Jabari Smith, and then you kind of got everybody else. Where I think picks like four, three, through. 23 at the Sixers You know you can really jumble them up Like Shaden Sharp's gonna Go early Uh, Holmgren's gonna go early Matherin's gonna go early At least in my opinion Jaden Ivey someone will bite on Jaden Ivey Because he's got good size And he did show a lot In the Big Ten So I don't know Thursday's gonna be Interesting you have to hit on this 23rd pick if you're the Sixers and they've done it before. I mean, Matisse was a, a mid twenties pick. If I can get the offensive version of Matisse, Thybulle at the 23rd pick or a big guy, like that's what we need by. We, we need the Sixers. We don't need Bradley Beal. We don't need Damian Lillard. We don't need an Xbox fantasy team here to overcome the Boston Celtics or the Milwaukee Bucks. And Mark Williams here on this Fantasy Pros, I'll tell you. Just had him here. There's Eason. Mark Williams, they have him go to the Hornets at 13. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's a center. Maybe he falls. You grab him. Let's see what his height is because sometimes these guys play center in the college level and they're like 6'8 and that's just not gonna the only way you can play center in the league if you're 6'8 is if you're like a Draymond Green, just like highly skilled, really good at defensive, can do a bunch of different things for you. And, and yeah, but that's a little undersized as a center. But anyway, it's it's gonna be interesting. Like hopefully Maury has a plan and i hope his plan is just to not load up on stars i don't think that's what in in the best interest of the philadelphia 76ers i,
1: I agree with you about that i agree with you they got to stop and then, have, and then you got hey, you've got enough you've got enough stars on your team get get some you got to get some role players who really can fill roles that you need them to fill I mean,
0: you've and already then you got, got,
1: you, got all, you got all stars on
0: your team that's not the issue anymore not at all. And then you got to keep your eye on the Jazz, too. They're like the West Coast version of the Philadelphia 76ers. Always get in the playoffs, always have a pretty good seed, but never go anywhere. So you got two guys. Gobert, the Internet's going crazy. Everyone's Everyone seems to think it's a foregone conclusion that Rudy Gobert is going to get traded to the Chicago Bulls. What that trade package will look like, I'm not sure. But you also have a pretty good guard there in Donovan Mitchell. I keep hearing Mitchell's another one that might get traded. Well they're pulling the plug. They want to start over. They just lost their coach. And so they feel
1: like this they they've gone as far as they can go and they want to they want to try again. Because they're chasing the
0: Warriors. Oh well you can't blame them for that then. And Memphis is a really good basketball team as well. They were in the Western Conference Finals. As long as Joff can stay healthy, they're gonna be right there for years to come. They got know they got a big guy in Jaron Jackson who I love. And they pick one pick ahead of the Sixers, and then look. I don't know what what's going to come of the Lakers, and, and all this nonsense coming out of there. But you know, if you get LeBron and Anthony Davis healthy for any extended period of time, you have the potential to rip off a lot of wins. But they, the West, have, like, Anthony Davis can never ever stay healthy. See, but you get to this guy. It's like the live guys with golf who are going to the Saudi league for all that money, like competing and winning championships. That's not what makes these guys tick. Now if me and you were God gifted like them. Yeah. We would be in the gym and trying to win championships and we would care about our legacy. I don't think guys today give a rat's ass about their legacy and winning championships. They want no, their I money. They work, they're looking at they're, they're they're looking at the bottom line. They want always. to build their brand and they want to get as much money as they can. And if winning's a byproduct of that, so be it. Is that right? I don't know. But you know, I don't know. And I look at guys like Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, like LeBron just padding his brand at at this point. He's really good when he wants to be, but. You know, if LeBron James is your best player at whatever, 38, 39 years old, are you winning a championship? I I don't know know. if you can anymore. I don't know. I think those days are dead, in my opinion. I mean, he's still
1: good. He's still way above average. But, But like, the
0: Lakers traded for Anthony Davis so that Anthony Davis could be Batman and LeBron could transition into being Robin right. Anthony but Davis Anthony is Davis has never healthy. He's forever hurt. And then they bring in Russell Westbrook for whatever reason and that was a disaster. Yeah, is Russell Westbrook going to move this off season? He's another unmovable player. But like you got to trade trash for trash. Pretty much. I
1: mean, is it worth trading uh Trade, trading for trading for him. If you're the Sixers, no. I mean, you you could probably trade Tobias for him. I'm sure that that could be. No, I'm Biases. sure I would be happy
0: with that. Then you're gonna have Harden and Westbrook in the same backcourt. That would be a disaster. Like I'd rather take a chance on Kyrie than trade for Westbrook. From any team, not the uh, neither are really. Neither of them are going to happen for the Sixers. At least I hope not. But like that doesn't, that doesn't, you need to take a step forward. You can't just move pieces around and have it be different and expect to take the next step. It needs to be strategic, tactical moves that get you over Boston, over Milwaukee, over potentially Brooklyn to get to an eastern conference final, let alone a championship. I know we both agree that overall the east is way better than the west these days. Yeah,
1: but the very top end at the top top end, you still have to beat the Warriors. And apparently nobody can do that right now. And I would think that the Warriors will probably get better cuz they'll they'll probably pick up somebody in the offseason too. Cuz that's kind of what they do.
0: All right, this is from hoops, HoopsRumors.com. Like P.J. Tucker, set to become an unrestricted free agent. I would love him in Philadelphia. Would love him in Philadelphia. Can you afford him? I mean, how okay, much can he make? I want. mean, he's like 38
1: years old. And you could probably get him for one of those player exception deals, which for what, what $5 million, something like that, $5, 6000000 I mean, I don't know how many exceptions that exceptions they have for this off season. that I don't know, but I think probably, they have two. Well, he might be a good one. See those exception those exception players. If you can get if you can hit on one out of two, then it could really change your team. You don't have to get a great player; just a
0: like, good serviceable
1: unsc- role player.
0: Like I'm skimming this this article on HoopsRivers.com, like I'm just looking at the names and I just want to uh, fall asleep reading it. George's Niang, Furkan Korkmaz, Isaiah Cho, Paul Reed, Annie Green blew his knee out. He's gone. Shake Milton. Like those guys can't cut it in a series against a really good basketball team in the playoffs. You got to be better. You got to be better. All right, we got a hockey game. We got a hockey game going on uh, right now. I'm sure that started already, right? It started at eight o'clock. So it's eight forty nine. The Avalanche are up one nothing, and boy, I watched. I think I, I think I tapped out at four nothing on Saturday night.
1: I stayed was, to the bitter end
0: with the Avalanche. I mean, yeah, I, I stayed.
1: I stayed to the bitter end because I, I can't stand Tampa Bay, and I wanted to see them get there get their brains beat in, which they absolutely
0: did. Uh, baseball man for a big fan of Williams. He's a solid big who can provide boards, points, especially dunks. And he says his opinion is no. I'm not sure what his opinion to no is. If it's to bringing in another star and making the Sixers even more of a circus than they already are, then I 100% agree with you. And Mark Williams out of Duke, he's a fine prospect. He's a fine-looking prospect. Maybe he'll be there at 23 According to the mocks, he won't be. But you know who knows? I think it's going to be a very unpredictable, unpredictable draft. But Brad the Fly. Before we get into it, it's one nothing Avalanche in the finals, uh, in Game Three. It's yeah, all hands on. Through the,
1: midway through the first period. So this is, all, Bay, this is all. This is all hands
0: Bay's on, on a power play, by the way. This is. Let me throw that. Out. What's that? ESPN. Uh, no channel. No uh, channel six. Oh, go on ABC. Okay, here on ABC. Um, this is all hands on deck for Tampa Bay. They're at home. Yeah, they, they need have. To win.
1: Win. Yeah, they have. They have to win this game.
0: So yeah, I, would see... expect,
1: I would expect a much much better performance out of Tampa Bay. I mean, I mean they it can't are... get
0: much worse. I mean, that seven nothing. I mean, that's a flyer score.
1: That was. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the problem that Tampa Bay is going to have in this series, and that it, and that they've had in this series, is they're. The avalanche just—they're faster than they are, a lot faster. If you—if you watch, if you watch Team Speed, it's—it's it's very, very apparent. And it also looks like Tampa Bay is tired. You know, I—I I think I, mean, I think that series against the Rangers may have taken a lot out of them.
0: And you also uh, look at the wear down effect. I mean, they played what ninety games over the past during this run. I guess COVID was a little different, but I yeah, mean, but they, they played still, a lot of hockey.
1: Went, but they still went deep into the playoffs each year you know and, and there's there, the whole the whole thing is the avalanche they swept in the first round they had a six game series in the second round then they swept the third round so the avalanche have had a lot of time off and 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 have had a lot of time to reset and you know there is a big home ice advantage with the avalanche too we can't forget that you know playing in playing in denver in the in the rocky mountains in that thin air does affect you you know, particularly late in late in games. I mean, that's that's something. If you remember the Denver Nuggets, uh when they're good, they always exploit that with teams against the opponents. They're they're used to playing in that altitude and they're in shape to play in that altitude. Nobody <laughs> can really get used to it unless they play in it all the time. That's a huge advantage.
0: And Prison Tampa Bay really just tied it up. Uh they needed it. Yeah, they, they just tied it, it so up. One and, one.
1: It, it appeared it appeared Sorelli went in. Sorelli walked in and uh walked right in and scored and it, it looked like it got deflected in off a of off of a skate or something, but it was a nice play. And uh now it's tied at one. So Tampa Bay, as we both said, has to win this game. All hands on deck. I think um, they will. This is yeah, I think they will too. I think they I think they win this game and then they lose game four. Now that was just an unbelievable that was an unbelievable play by Sorelli. I mean, my God he he just
0: he he, just I mean, he wanted. played the
1: give and go he played the give and go he he faked he faked that he was going to bring the puck across across the net on the breakaway and kind of just like threw a little slow ball and the goalie reacted uh, Kemper went went with him across the net and uh, the puck found the short side it was just a he completely
0: faked him out that was a, that was a really nice goal Prism two eighty the seven game series against the Leafs didn't help those old tired legs of the Bolts. Uh, no, but they did get a, they did get a freebie against Florida. Well, and now Colorado, right back to buzz. Look at the yeah. way Colorado moves the puck. They're,
1: I mean, they're, they're, they're so deep. They, they've got, they've got four lines that can score. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you, you look at some of the guys that, that, uh, that what what how, I forgot how you pronounce it, Nakushin Nik- Nik- or something like that. That guy's unbelievable. That guy's unbelievable, and he's on the third line. I mean, that team just they have they have guys. Everybody everybody in that team, it seems like can score.
0: Uh, we had some coaching changes in the NHL too. Uh, flyers they grabbed Torts. Uh, some people really like it. Some people don't. I like it short term. I don't know about long term because he's hard on his players. He holds his players accountable, and that's not. That's
1: it not the bad. players the players are not crazy about it. Brandon Dubinsky. <laughs> he said he sent his players he sent his prayers to the Flyer players, which I mean. But you know Brandon I need a Dubinsky, coach
0: like that. I need some tough loving. I need all Brandon, these. I need Brandon all these prospects.
1: Do. Brandon Dubinsky owes a lot to John Tortorella because Brandon Dubinsky was not an overly talented player, but you know what he he uh, he went and he made him, you know he 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 developed him into a really good defensive player who could score. He turned him into a. He, when Brandon Dubinsky first came up, he was a grinding left wing who went in the corners and won a lot of corner battles, but was not really a scorer or a playmaker. He's just a grinder. Yeah, you know, in all the years that he played for Tortorello, he 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 ended up being a center and scoring. So I don't know what Brandon Dubinsky's problem is, but that's ridiculous. And Matthew Barnaby, I'm not even going to get into him because he's kind of a, very a clownish kind of a guy. He's anyway, he so. was a goon. Yeah, he 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 was. He, he was a, an effective. He was an effective goon though. And he 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 made some comments, but you know what? As far as being a Ranger fan. Uh Tortorella was the, my favorite coach of all the guys that the Rangers ever had coaching. I really liked him. I, I, I like the fact that he held everybody accountable and that there was nobody that was above being benched if they didn't deserve to be benched. I mean, he used to bench Marion Gabrick for not blocking shots. You got to love that. You know, play, if you don't block shots and you don't play defense, you are not
0: going to play for John Tortorello. And, like, I need a guy who's going to ruffle some feathers in the locker room. I think the Flyers need that too. I think, I think you of know, the-, the Flyers got a lot of prospects that ha- Haxtall, Hextall, excuse me, accumulated that were supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. They were untouchable in all these trades. Now they're all up. Well, they, had,
1: you had and Alain they, don't, they don't do anything. Elaine Vigneault, as far as playing defense, was a softie. Okay. Plain, plain fact. I, I like Elaine Vigneault as a coach. I, I, I like the fact that he allowed players to um, use their offensive ability. But he never taught anybody how to play defense. This guy is going to teach is going to teach these guys how to play defense, and he's going to play, hold them accountable. And you know what? A lot some of these players may not like it. You know what? Some of these players don't shouldn't be in Philadelphia if they don't like it, because that's what these guys want the the ownership and the fans and the uh, ups you know the upper management they want a team that's going to play some defense and uh, play tough. They believe, obviously, they believe in their goaltender Carter Hart. Uh, otherwise, Should they wouldn't. They? Afford- well, you give them a defense. Let's see what happens. Okay, you you get guys that you get a team that plays layers defense, which is what he had the Rangers doing. Okay, a team that's going to play in layers, block a lot of shots, keep the front keep keep the front porch clean, and, and keep uh, players out of the slot. And uh, I think you're going to see a different goalie. You know, one thing he's going to do—he's going to toughen these guys up. And if they don't want to toughen up, they're not going to be there. And you know what? For a team that finished in last place, if, if they don't want to be there, they—he sh- should have no problem uh, getting rid of them.
0: But a guy like Konechny,
1: Konechny needs a kick in the ass. Plain and exactly. simple. Exactly.
0: Like this guy's to- supposed to come up and score a bunch of goals and be this offensive force. He had not done nothing.
1: Well, you know what? He—I—I I don't know what. Tortorella's plan is for him. I think that's a guy that should be standing in front of the net more and trying to play, play a Chris Kreider type of game, you know, where he's, where he's, he's a, he's a strong guy, stand in front of the net, start learning how to deflect more pucks into the net. Uh, Kevin Hayes, the same way. I mean, I know he was injured a lot, but you know what? Kevin Hayes is, is a perimeter player and he's too soft. And I, I said that before when he was with the Rangers See that and goal. And nothing so, nothing has changed. And now Tampa Bay just scored again. So it's two to one.
0: A little tic-tac-toe action there. Yeah, that yeah. was Tampa Bay, they're ready match. to go tonight.
1: Yeah, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay just that was a beautiful play, and Palat put it home.
0: Like, how much more can I expect out of Coots? I would assume he's going to be the captain next year. He's a two way guy, so you would think he's a well he should be he should be well. Yeah,
1: I would think that he would fit well with Tortorella's system. I think I think Tortorella's system will also uh will also help their defense some of their defensemen because the forwards all come back. You know, the, the, his his system everybody play everybody plays defense and and what he likes to do is he likes to uh, get you on a on counterattacks. And uh, and and control and be able to control the puck in your own end and, and get counterattacks and he's got some good some pretty good puck-moving defensemen on the team, uh, but they're going to have to learn how to play defense. That's the most important thing for them right now. Is they've got to get that goals against average down. They gave up way too many goals. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. giving up
0: five, six, seven, some games even nine goals in a hockey game. That's three a period. That's way too many.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean the point the point is when you're down that much, when you're down that much, you, you, you can't. It, it just Especially if you fall down early in the first period, early in the first period, and that you're always behind and ch- trying to chase the game, you can't play a defensive style. Tortorella is going to teach them how to play defense. Now, how long it's going to take for that to happen? I think it could happen pretty quick. If these guys are, if these guys aren't going to be big babies and they're going to go out there and play, then they should be okay. And I don't see the players as being big babies. I don't think the Flyers have a prima donna type of team i i really
0: don't i just think they're not skilled i think they overvalued the prospects that they have morgan frost but but, but that is ivan that's proveroff what, that's what i like get proveroff to be in like the top five proveroff, the top is, defenseman? I think proveroff
1: is a proveroff is a good defenseman i don't think that he's i don't think that he's the problem is he okay? a number one
0: pairing defenseman do you think
1: Uh, you know what, if, if the forwards come back and help him out, he could be, I mean, you can't, the thing is the flyers defense, how is John
0: Tortorella going to teach forwards that have never played a lick of defense in their entire careers, how to play defense? Uh, can they 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 get better? Sure. Maybe.
1: Yeah, but they can improve. They're still young. You're not, you're not dealing with a bunch of 35 year olds. You know, there's no reason there's no reason why they can't why, why these guys can't improve and be two-way players. That's what Tortorella wants. Okay, remember Tortorella coached a team that beat the Tampa. He was the last coach that beat the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning in a playoff series. Okay? So, he I think he knows how to coach. Tampa Bay made some incredibly stupid trades uh and that's why Tortorella ended up losing his job. I mean, it's not his fault what happened in Columbus. I, I would not blame him at all. Uh, as far as his problem with Vancouver, that was probably him. Uh, with the Rangers, uh, Sather, say wanted, wanted to was was interfering too much and wanted to make the lineups and wouldn't let Tortorella make his own lineups. And uh, Tortorella got mad and, and uh, said a few things to Sather, and Sather got rid of him.
0: You know, Baseball and, man for checking us out on Hockey is a toughness and grit sport. From what I'm hearing, Tortorella will transform the Flyers for the better. He
1: will. He'll, he'll, they'll, they'll be a gritty. That's great. Gritty I hear team.
0: that. I hear that. And it's time for these these young boys to get kicked in the ass to the point that they re, they either fold up and get out or they toughen up and become men. I just don't see
1: Well, Tor- Tortorella. Up. John Tortorella will make them become men. There's no question in my mind. I say I think I, I'm a little upset that he chose Philadelphia because I know Philadelphia is going to be a much better team now. I you know, I was kind of hoping he he go back out into the Western Conference maybe, you know, and try, and and try to toughen up uh, maybe Anaheim or one of those teams. Uh, the last thing I wanted to see was him coming to back into our conference again. He's uh, a good coach. He'll figure
0: it out. Uh Prism 280 he likes the higher. He'll clean up the laziness and the low compete effort guys. If anything, he won't hold their hands. No, they won't play.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm it's that all simple. for
0: he, I'm he, all for accountability.
1: He he will he, listen, he he has no qualms about he's 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 the uh modern day Mike Keenan. Okay? <laughs> If if you guys remember Mike Keenan when he was coaching when he was coaching, okay, Mike Keenan was never really a friend of the players, okay. Mike Keenan, if you weren't playing well, you weren't going to play, and it didn't matter if you were Brian Leach or Mark Messier or any of the guys when he coached the Rangers when they won the Stanley Cup that year, okay. Tortorella is the same way. If you don't play defense, if your compete level is low, if you're going to play like sissies, you're you're not going to play. And, and he's going to call you out. He's going to he's going to let he's going to let people in the press know. And I'll tell you what, his press conferences you guys are going to love his press conferences because he's he's a he's a beast when it comes to those press conferences. If he doesn't like a question you ask, he's just going to say, "And who are you again?" And I'm not answering that question. That's a stupid
0: question. Next, like I'm looking at the roster right now. Like Atkinson was okay last year. Coots was hurt. Hayes was hurt. Atkinson played for Tortorella. In Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, maybe that can be, that can be a guy that, that fits in. Exactly. But, like, Joel Farabee, does he fit with Tortorella? I think he could. Uh, George, Farabee, I think the, the Farabee's
1: only problem is that he always is getting hurt. I mean, he's a high – he seems to me, from what I've seen of him, and understand I don't watch a lot of flyer games, but – from what I've seen of him, he can score. He he's he's tough. He can he'll drop the gloves. I mean, he seems to to me to be a Tortorella type of player. Okay. Um, if he can get Kevin Hayes to toughen up a little bit and be more competitive in front of the net, I think that'd... they overlap in New York. Um no. Okay. No, but like... he, Kevin Hayes is a good offensive player, but for his size, he needs to be to plant his big fat ass in front of the net. Period. He He's six foot four, weighs about two hundred forty pounds. He can fly all over the ice, but you know what? Y- you need him to be a Phil Esposito, not 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 to be a, uh, you know, to to stand in front of the net to knock home the garbage, uh, to be unmovable, to screen the goalie. That's what you need, Kevin Hayes, to do. And then, okay? not not skate all over the ice with the puck, and 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 try to make a play and circle around circle circle around the. Uh, you know, take the puck from the point, circle behind the net, skate out to the other point, and then pass it. You know, that's not the kind of player you want him to be. Okay. And I saw too much of that in New York. I'm sure he does the same thing in Philly because I doubt he changed his game. You know, but Tortorella will have him playing in front of the net because I know how, how Tortorella thinks. He likes when you get, when you have a big guy on your team, he wants them in front of the net.
0: And like, he's going to have to make men out of like, Morgan Frost, Bobby Brink, uh, Owen Tippett came over from the trade for Giroux. Uh Oscar Limblom, who's faded. Uh, I think on defense. I think... Cam York, Travis Sanheim, like Ristolainen came over and I think he got hurt from Buffalo. Ristolainen,
1: Ristolainen I I never liked him. I I, I no, told you you, I so you had
0: that from Chum that that was yeah. not a good trade. I
1: never let li- I never liked him. He's a stiff. He 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 for his, for a guy his size, he doesn't use his size to his advantage enough. I mean, he's big and he's strong. I mean, 6'4" 220 really for a hockey player, I mean, that's That's big. That's, that's big. really Does big. It, do you really think he hits enough?
0: I mean, that that No, I didn't big. see him. I didn't see him really do much of anything last year. I mean, everyone, that guy, Everyone told me not to worry about it because he was on Buffalo and Buffalo was got off but you yeah, hit the nail right on the head. Awful. Why do you think they were god-awful, though? It's a good he point. I mean, you had, look, you had it from Jump Street. I think they gave he, up a first-round pick for him.
1: He he played on their first pair. He doesn't hit. You know, the last thing you want is a big defenseman. It doesn't hit.
0: Well, well that doesn't sound like it fits with Tortorella.
1: Well, he's going to hit or he's going to be on another
0: team. I well, mean, I would I – I'm would all in that, favor I would tell just you
1: me. that he's going to – Tortorella will toughen him up, okay. And if he doesn't toughen him up, he's not going to play. Yeah, I think I think next year he hits everything that moves. You know, and one thing he does, one thing he does have is he has a hell of a shot. I mean, he's look, the guy is not talent be ridden. He he's got talent. He's 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 got he he can skate well, but but he. a guy his size needs to needs to be fierce like i, I I'll give you an example on the rangers okay he, you need to have him be jacob truba and just run people over and when and when he hits somebody make it hurt
0: I mean, jacob truba is tremendous
1: yeah but that's the kind of player he could be if he if he wanted to you, you know what i'm saying that's that's he's a better skater than jacob truba i can tell you that jacob truba is not a a great skater, but, but Jacob Truba hits everything that moves and he's not afraid to hit anybody, including Crosby or anybody else, you know, and, and they kept trying to get him suspended and saying he was a dirty player, except all he did was hit legally and and he never got in any trouble with the league. You know, even as much as, as much as uh, Carolina and, and uh, Pittsburgh were crying about it. You know, it, it is what it is. But that's what he's gonna do with him. He's gonna make him tough. You know, and then and then if you want to have him on the first on your first pair of defense with with a Provorov, you got a righty and a lefty. You know, you got the the hitter the hitter who can take who can take a slap shot, a good hard slap shot, and then you've got the skill the skill guy. But that he'll get that going. I can tell you right now, he's the Flyers are not void of talent. Okay, sure they, about that. No, I don't think
0: so. Well, I watched him last year. I has, didn't see very okay, much going saying,
1: on. Prism says he had 230 hits. When I saw him, I never saw him hit anybody. Okay, maybe maybe it's because well, the only time I saw him was when they played the Rangers. And When they played the Rangers, he didn't hit anybody. Okay, so he needs to he needs to get more than 230 30 hits. Well so Goodis led the league with 355. Goodis, that's the kind. Of, I mean, he's got to hit like Gudis. Gudis is effective doing that. You know, but that's uh, therapy. Kind of, that's got ga- to be his game. That's got to be his game. You're you're right about that. But that's I mean, Prism, be-
0: Prism 280 says Risto was 13th in the league in hits. Yeah, but he should be in the top five. So you got to hit more. A he lot thinks, more. He thinks uh, Faraby, Prism 280, he thinks Faraby has the highest ceiling of all the fly- flyers forwards on the main roster. I agree 100% about that. I, I think that guy can score.
1: I, I've seen some of the goals he scored, and he, the goals that he scored look like snipes to me. So I mean, maybe, 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 I could tell the difference between a guy who's a scorer and a guy who's just a flat-out sniper. He has the ability to be a sniper. He's got a good, he's got a really good shot, and he's fast, and he can do a lot of things. I, I would, I would like to see that. I would like to see that a lot more. Um, but again, as far as far as uh, as far as uh, Ristol, as far as how do you pronounce his name again? Ristolainen. 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 As far as he's as far as he's concerned, he's got to hit. He's got to hit more with a purpose, and he's got to do it a lot more. I don't just because he's 13, It's got to be more than that. He needs to be in the top five at his size.
0: Uh, you know Bruce Cassidy. He gets fired in Boston. He gets a job right away. Well.
1: Boston. I don't. I, there are two firings. I totally don't understand. Why would you fire Barry Trotz and why would you fire Bruce Cassidy? I, don't, I, don't I think guess.
0: Vegas. I think Cassidy is a good coach. I, I think Vegas think so. made
1: a very smart decision.
0: And Trotz is still out there.
1: Trotz is probably. I've heard a lot. I've heard. A, I, I'm starting to hear now that he might end up going back to. Um, back to to. Nashville.
0: I mean, they're know, always they're, kind of like a math team there, so maybe he'll help that.
1: Well, they, they're they're saying they're they're saying he might want to finish his career there. Uh, he's from Winnipeg, so they they it, it, a lot of you know the Jets they want him very badly as well. And we'll we'll see about where Trots goes. But uh, look, Tortorella, I wouldn't be if if I was a Flyer fan, I wouldn't be so upset about them. Bringing in John Tortorella. John Tortorella. One thing I will say about him is, even if it doesn't work out, those players will be better players after he leaves for sure. He's going to teach teach this team some discipline. They're going to be tough, because that's what he wants. You know, you, you, you're not necessarily going to see a lot of fights, but you're going to see a lot a lot of uh, pushing and shoving and scrums and more fight in this team. I, I think that's what you're going to get.
0: All right, let's move on to baseball. We have a few minutes left here. Ryan Brodo, Tom Arnone coming on after us with Run It Back Philly. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We're always loaded here on Monday nights on A2D Radio. We're live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Periscope, and Instagram. Download us wherever. You get your podcast if you miss us. Speak your Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Just turn on the notifications. Uh, hit that like, hit that subscribe, and don't miss a thing. Getting the Brace baseball here to wrap it up. Um June has been a good month for the Phillies, for the Mets, for the uh Boston Red Sox, for the Yankees.
1: Red Sox has really picked it up.
0: I mean, I picked them to win the East in the beginning of the season, and they're starting to hit. Well, story has come back and really completed yeah, he's, that he's, lineup.
1: Is 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 He's definitely helped their lineup. Uh, they're missing an A.D. Evaldi with a bat with a back injury. They don't know when he's coming back. I first I heard he might be back towards the uh, end of this week, and now they're not so sure. So we'll see. About they have Whitlock. That.
0: They have Whitlock on the IL too. Yeah, You're supposed they, to throw a bullpen tomorrow.
1: Yeah, they need to get some of these pitchers back. I know Sale Sales pitched a simulated game the other day. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what's going on with them, but they're playing better now. They're definitely, uh, I think they're in a position now where they could make the playoffs. I mean, their biggest their biggest competition, obviously, Toronto, is going to make the playoffs. I think that's that's pretty much established. I I think you can pretty much uh, pretty much expect to see uh, Tampa Bay make the playoffs. So the question is going to be, can the Red Sox beat out Texas, the Angels? or the guardians. Uh, I think they're better than all three of those teams. So that's, that's right now is where it stands. By the way, a little update. Uh, the Yankees are ahead of, of Tampa Bay right now, two to nothing. Uh, Cole was in complete command of this game. Uh, let's see, what inning is it? I can't tell if that's top
0: eight. They're up to nothing. Cole was cruising. I had it on a little bit earlier. Yeah. Cole. Um, Yeah.
1: Cole was in complete
0: command. Uh, they're going to break that record if they keep getting started pitching like this the yankees are going to break that record what is it 119 they got to get to 116 116
1: 116 is the is the uh is the is the record set by seattle in 2001
0: cuz i mean glaber start glaber's hitting Rizzo glaber's,
1: glaber's been on fire i mean he he obviously whatever whatever he was smoking the last 2 years he either got a better brand, or he's or he stopped smoking a period. Because this season he's back to being uh, the big star that we all expected him to be. Uh, you know, Anthony Rizzo is is crushing the ball. I think he hit his twentieth home run tonight.
0: Nineteen. It was nineteen. 19? I just looked it up.
1: Okay, sorry about that. Um, I was close.
0: Still, he's gonna. He's, he's going for forty.
1: Yeah, he's he. Yeah, uh, Judge, Judge is up to twenty five. Uh, he's I mean, going
0: for 60
1: yeah pretty much uh stanton i think uh, only has 13 but he also missed a couple of weeks uh, but you know the the yankees can hit and their starting pitching has really been good uh, the relief pitching up until yesterday was unbelievably good yesterday they had a bad uh, they had a bad day to <laughs> say to say the least they blew yeah. an 8-3 lead which hasn't happened too often this season, but it, it it
0: happened yesterday. So come watch the Phillies. Happens every night. It's <laughs> ridiculous. But I can't i I can't well, throw I can't throw punches or shade at the Phillies. They're what, fifteen and two in June. Schwarber's hitting. Um,
1: we, we're listen between the Phillies and the Yankees right now. They're not going to win every single game. They're going to lose some games. I mean, it it happens that way. I, I think the Phillies are going to find a way to
0: get into the playoffs. I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, to really ensure it, it'd be nice if JT Realmuto, the anointed best catcher in baseball by the fan base, would, you know, get a little involved here at some point. I don't understand I why. You know, he-
1: I don't agree with that statement at all. And 21. with all due respect to JT Realmuto, who is way better than any catcher the Yankees have, I, I will give you that. So I'm not trying to put him down there, uh, but Salvador Perez, I take him over.
0: Leon Salvador Vito. Perez is hitting two ten this year. Yeah, he's having a tough year, isn't he? A lot of catchers are having a, a tough year because I filled out my All Star ballot uh, before the show while I was waiting, uh, and catcher was tough. Well, Wilson Contreras is having a a, a monster season for the Cubs. Right. But you look at the we look at the, yeah, the AL American catchers, League, The catcher the catching in the American League this year stinks. I voted Perez just out of respect. He does have ten homers from behind the plate, which is pretty good.
1: Well he, he had forty seven last year, which was silly. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um they have a good young catcher too, the Royals,
0: so he might be DHing more uh this season. But like you look at these standings, I mean if the AL is gonna the AL is probably gonna be the entire East, excluding Baltimore, and then one, one team from every other division. Every other division, unless Chicago can just turn on the Jets here and, and play like the team that we thought they were. But I don't see yeah, I any think signs a that. Happening.
1: I think a managerial change in Chicago is gonna happen pretty soon.
0: Uh, but, like, the National League, like you say, the Phillies are definitely going to make the playoffs. You have Mets, Phillies, Braves, Cardinals, Brewers. They're better than the Brewers. Dodgers, Padres, Giants for six spots. Hmm. The Mets oh. never lose.
1: No, the Mets have been playing well. I, I got I I it. I got it. I got it. And I think they're getting,
0: I think they're going to get Mad Max back next week.
1: Yeah. And much, DeGrom, much. DeGrom could be back uh, after the all-star break. I, I, I've heard, I've heard different, different stories about him where they're expecting him right after the all-star break. Then another one said August 1st, but they're going to get him back at some point too. So that's, that that's going to make that team pretty hard to deal with, but they're getting—you know—they're getting, you know, they're getting p- good pitching from everywhere. The Mets,
0: the Dodgers, thinking. and Padres are going. The Braves and Mets are probably going. The Cardinals—they so got to they try to. You,
1: the Cardinals are going to win the division, so you don't have to worry about the Cardinals.
0: I think they are, but I mean it's tied. The—they're the, playing right now. The Brewers and the Cardinals on Fox Sports One. They're tied for the division lead. Didn't the Brewers
1: had a the Brewers did have a big lead until they lost all their uh well their pitching.
0: And they can't hit.
1: Yeah, they, so they I don't, do I agree. Think, who's who's out right now? Woodruff and
0: Peralta? Woodruff and Peralta are out.
1: Okay. Is anybody else out? Or they they, they still have uh they still have what's his name? The guy on your fantasy team. Uh, that pitcher? What's his name again. Which one? Uh, th- their number one
0: pitcher? Oh, Burns? He's pitching or- tonight. No, he's not on my fantasy team. Corbin, Bur- oh, I thought Corbin Burns is on your team. No, team. I took Bryce in the first round because I'm a okay. homer. Oh, I don't blame you for that. And he's a stud.
1: Yes. Yeah, he's uh, also, yeah, Bur- he was also on- the MVP last
0: year, so I can understand that. Yeah, but Burns is on the hill right now. Like That's a big series. Oh, that's yeah, series. I don't think that division is going to have two playoff teams.
1: No, but I think overall,
0: I think the Cardinals are a little bit better. Well, Cardinals just do everything right. All those little things that we talk about. Yeah, they're gonna. I, right. I think. I think Flaherty's back now. Flaherty's isn't? back. Matts will be coming back. Uh, pretty good bullpen, and they're, they catch the ball. They run the bases. They hit for average. They hit for power. Tommy Edmonds a tremendous player. Scoldred is
1: having a, a MVP type season right now.
0: Yeah, he's obviously when I cast my ballot here. Let me see if I have.
1: Yeah, he's been absolutely superb. Yeah,
0: he's the MVP in the National League because he's he's mashing and he's going to be a, a gold. As love. of
1: as of right now, now we have to make this distinction. This is as
0: of right now. We don't know how the season's going to end. So. No, but but Defended as of, right now, it's Goldschmidt. And I mean, I'm looking at it, Brad. I mean, Jose Ramirez is. I think it's closer than you think between him and judge judge obviously has the home runs, but
1: Ramirez is having a great year. I, I, I took a look at his numbers. He's pretty
0: daggone good this year. He, he he really is. I mean, he's already at like 65 RBIs and he's got 10 steals and hits for a tremendous average. And he has big batting average too. And he has the guardians right in the thick of it. And, I don't think there's much talent there. You have Bieber. Speaking of, pitching.
1: Speaking, of speaking of stolen bases, the uh, <laughs> aforementioned Aaron Judge just stole a base,
0: by the way. There you go. Closes the yeah. gap a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he's he's like he he steals bases a lot, like Alex Rodriguez used to. Doesn't steal a lot. He kind of is, is selective. If the pitcher he he'll go if the pitcher's not paying attention to him. Like if the pitcher plays pays the least bit of attention to him. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, well, the
0: Phillies are running this year. They're running under Girardi, and they're running under Thompson. Like, JT has, like, five steals. He was never slow, though. No, JT's a tremendous athlete. Yeah, he, he, he was, he's one of those catchers that could always run. JT, and his average isn't tragic, JT, but his power is just not there. I, what I don't understand with these hitting coaches in the major leagues, like JT, perennial all-star, his whole career, Miami, Philadelphia, then we get this guy Kevin Long to be our hitting coach, and he's got a he's messing with JT's leg kick. He's got this leg kick out of nowhere he's never had before. It's it's like I don't, I don't understand. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Hmm. I don't know. Kevin Long used to be a batting coach for the Yankees. He
1: was a he was one of Joe Girardi. He was a Joe Girardi favorite, by the way. Just in case you're wondering about him.
0: Well, he'll probably won't last. Well, I mean, and... don't
1: forget he between him and uh, what's his name, uh, uh, your your manager now, those Rob Thompson, those two guys were everywhere Joe Girardi went. He they were they were,
0: they went with him. So I think Joe was just broken. He just didn't have anything left in the tank. Yeah, I
1: I mean, somebody saying here Torres is a DH in my opinion. Tor, are we talking about Glaber Torres? No, he's not a DH.
0: He's a, he's not a shortstop. He can't play shortstop he because can't he's not shape, a, good, he's a not really, good enough fielder. But he's a real good second baseman, though. You can hide guys at second base where he's pretty big, too, so he could play third. But you guys are set at third because you traded for Donaldson.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, Torres Torres is a very good second baseman. He just is not a shortstop. That's, that's kind of what it is with him.
0: Uh, and then, you know, the trade deadline is going to be absolute ca- absolute chaos. You're going to have a lot of teams competing for, you know, these bullpen guys in innings and innings. Yeah, I think
1: it's more about the bullpen this year than it is about starting pitching. But most most definitely, I, I think I think your team in particular has. Is- Got to do something about the bullpen. Like now,
0: like it's ridiculous. Like you have one guy out there that I trust. Two guys out there that I trust. But Dominguez
1: hasn't. Dominguez hasn't been bad.
0: Dominguez is good. He's been he's been
1: pretty solid. And Enable hasn't hasn't been very good. Hand has been up and down, but he's not bad. He's terrible. Stop. No. 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 I,
0: just, I, I warned you. I warned you
1: auditive. about
0: Familia, though. Oh, uh, Familia is a disaster. Yeah, I warned Everybody him. knew he was going to – The only hope we had for Familia familiar in Philadelphia is that maybe a change of scenery
1: would – By the way, am I allowed to uh, say that there is a very special thing going on with Garrett Cole right now in Tampa oh, Bay? Oh, we got – spilling the little, beans. We got some so, action. May I spill the beans? Is it okay to mention that he has a um,
0: – He's your re- pitcher, not mine. Yeah, le- okay, let's – I'm surprised I haven't gotten alerts about it yet.
1: Yeah, it, it, we're in the – Bottom of the eighth inning and um you know they
0: they're they're yeah baseball, Tampa Bay Tampa baseball Bay's not, has
1: not a baseball has not found grass in the outfield. Yeah,
0: Tampa Bay, Bay is Tampa not Bay. producing at the plate tonight. Right. At all. They well did you see Mikolos? He lost it with,
1: with uh two strikes and two outs. That's just for why the night Oh ninth my inning.
0: gosh, I'd be I'd be livid. Yeah. I'd be absolutely livid.
1: So you, you know so we I mean, got
0: that. We got that going. And Cole, yeah, I, mean, able- I, I
1: was just, I just, you know, I just flipped the channel back to back to the Yankee game, and all they did the entire half inning was showing Garrett Cole pacing back and forth in the Yankee dugout, and, and I, 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 didn't realize that he, you know, he wasn't, he had, yeah, uh, <clears throat> you know, he had all these strikeouts, and, uh, you know, nobody was reaching first
0: base. <laughs> I mean, looking at the NL. Brad, I mean, am I crazy for thinking Aaron Nola is the NL Cy Young right now? He's in contention.
1: He's been pretty good. Wheeler's been pretty good too.
0: Yeah, they both. Uh, Alcantara is doing his thing down in Miami. He right comes- now is
1: right now, the way I from what I've seen, okay? Alcantara to me looks like he's looks like he's uh the best pitcher in, in
0: in the National League now. Noah sure. should have like four extra wins because these these boneheads in the bullpen go in and they they mess it up. There, Tampa Bay just scored again. So it's three They're to buzzing. one. Three one. Good uh, for them. Uh, it's two minutes. I didn't minutes. think they would. I didn't think they would lose tonight. I wouldn't count them out. I wouldn't count them out. it is a very good team, but. I don't see it. Bryce color. Blackwell, Nolan's been good. Bryce Blackwell. Yeah, Bryce, it's been awesome that the Phillies have been better. It stinks when we get in this slow time of the sports season waiting for training camp and you just have a bad news Bears baseball team like we thought we were gonna have. So it's Uh-oh. awesome that they're playing better.
1: Okay, now I can now I can officially say it. Uh the no hitter is over for Garrett Cole in the eighth inning. Yeah,
0: who got a hit? Rosarina?
1: Uh yes. Really? He's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Clean, clean single, ground single up the middle.
0: Uh yeah, Rob is managing great. Rob Thompson, he's managing great. I agree with you, Bryce. Um He's working with a short deck with his bullpen. Like I don't know what else you want him to do. Yeah, I would uh, think the
1: Yankees would probably get Michael King in the game.
0: What is yeah. it? Two nothing
1: still? It's it's two nothing. Uh, I would think
0: how many pitches. Well, when's Chapman there? coming back for you guys?
1: Uh, oh boy, they may go with the two. They may go with the two uh, with the two winning save from Holmes. Chapman is Chapman. They're they're saying Chapman is uh, is throwing off the mound now. So he, and he's throwing simulated in games. It. So he he's what does
0: that mean a simulated game.
1: Well, he's coming in, he he goes, he goes in and he throws like 15, 20 pitches. Then he sits down for 10 minutes and then he gets up and throws and throws another 15, 20 pitches. And they have live batters in the batter's box who aren't swinging.
0: So it's a glorified bullpen session.
1: Right. Right. With With, with a live batter. So that's, that's, that's his situation. Uh, Loizaga also they're missing and that that's a between the two of them that's a those are big losses to not Chad have Chad
0: Green too.
1: Chad Green's not coming back. He just had Tommy John surgery no. and that's a big loss too. I mean they if you look at it last year their their three uh top bullpen pitchers were Green, Loizaga and Chapman. And they're all injured and yet the Yankees bullpen has still survived all that and Clay Holmes has become the man. I mean Little surprising that he's that he's up so early, but it looks like and it looks like Cole is uh, Cole's now behind in the count to the uh, to 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 Lau, so he's probably done. I don't know why Boone Boone didn't make a pitching change, but I guarantee you, if he loses Lau, they're gonna make a they're gonna make a pitching change. So we'll see what happens.
0: All right, we're gonna get out of here. Another edition of Sports Towns in the book. He's Brad Ryer. I'm Rob Brinkman. Thank you to everyone who commented shared. Thank you for our great sponsors down at All Campus and ARIA Public Adjusting. Uh, Ralphie and Frank with the, the tag team producing tonight. Great job per usual. Uh, until next Monday.